0: It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, episode number four. We cover Jersey basketball. I'm Steve Titchener. And with me, the voice of the New Jersey Devils and Pirate Talk, Matt Lachlan in Tampa, as the Devils are down there to take on the Lightning tomorrow night, as we are recording on Wednesday. And let's start with Seton Hall, Matt, because last time we spoke, they were on their way to playing UConn at home and both of us gave them very little chance of winning that game. They not only won that game, but went on to beat three top 25 teams in going to Providence and beating then number 23 Providence and then beating Marquette at home. So this is a team now that's four and one. They just beat Georgetown. They're four and one in the Big East in first place and looking like a, a all of a tournament team that you thought was not going to happen. And then what are they doing? They're doing it behind, you know, the guys that are supposed to step up and score now are. Dre Davis has been great. Uh, uh, Dawes has stepped up, especially against uh, Georgetown the other night. And uh, Kadari Richmond has been Kadari Richmond. So uh, they're starting to score, Matt, and they're playing some good defense. So Holloway's got his boys playing well. Uh, did you see this coming?
1: Oh, nobody did. Uh, The amount of people who saw this coming can be probably limited to two hands. And that means not even everybody on Seton Hall or at Seton Hall thought that what they saw through the first eight or nine games would lead to where they're at now. Now, after they lost to Rutgers, uh, you know, you you thought, I don't know what God's holy name is coming next. They just don't seem to be able to score. They're not getting buckets, a whole bunch of things went against them. And you just thought it was going to be a really, really long season. But then, you know, suddenly they go uh, to Missouri. Now, Missouri's not a great team, but they go on the road and they beat mm-hmm. them. And I think that, I mean, I was in between was a, a win against Monmouth at home, but even that wasn't as easy as it should be. I mean, they won by nine, but you know, Mamas gave them a bit of a battle, but then they go in they beat Missouri, and that seems to be the turning point. Again, not a not a great team, but they won on the road. Uh, they went toe to toe with the Tigers, and then they come home and they get a break against UConn. You know, they had some time uh, to start prepping, and get like you just kind of saw it coming together. Anyway, not the win against Yukon. You kind of saw the team starting to come mm-hmm. together. They got a break. Donovan Kling got hurt in the first half. Uh, got hurt early in the second half again after he was dominating. They were just going to pound the ball inside to him, and, and, and Seton Hall had no answer for him. But then he gets hurt, doesn't play the rest of the game, and Seton Hall rolls. And it just seems as if, you know, Holloway's makeup has been imparted on this team. After the win on Saturday against Marquette, you know, Shaka Smart, the Golden Eagles coach, said, you know, they've got a team that has toughness they have grit. they've taken on the coach's personality and when you have a senior team and they do you can do some dangerous things and that's what they're starting to show whether it lasts who knows but nobody nobody saw them atop the big east at this point and beating those ranked teams the way they have
0: well again they've always played good defense, Matt. So the question is, okay, can you start scoring? That's what's happening here. Um, you know, Kadari Richmond has kind of been the, uh, probably the most consistent scorer of the bunch, but, uh, you know, Dre Davis, you're wondering what's going on there. There's a ton of talent, but he's really coming around. And uh, also Dawes, who, you know, look, he, maybe maybe Rutgers, uh in that game was, were play, was playing tough perimeter defense and and uh, and and really went at him but he he was terrible in that game and since then he's been very good and he's should be you know I mean, he's experienced uh, experienced player here and uh, should be leading that team and he is and so that's what's happening
1: well at the start of the season when Seton Hall was scuffling and they were beating some of the clubs they should right they were beating St. Peter's and they were beating Wagner but they weren't doing it in easy fashion for the most part and Shaheen was saying after the games, like, I, I don't get it. Like these are senior guys. This is your last year. Like Where's the energy? Why aren't you coming out and, and wanting it? And that seems to, again, have finally turned around and you're right. Dawes was terrible uh, early in the season. He couldn't hit a shot. Now he's making threes and suddenly he's feeling it. Like I'm just looking at the the stats real quick here. Rutgers used he three for 16 from the floor but then against Missouri, he goes nine for six, but drops to two for nine against Xavier. But he started to find it in the last couple of games and that will benefit them because they've got to free up. Listen, in college basketball, what is it? Actually the NBA too, threes and freeze, right? Mm-hmm. Make your threes and hit your free throws. And they're, they're starting to do that. And he in particular is a great free throw shooter. Um, and Kadari Richmond, I, I think that what, what has happened with him, he goes to Syracuse, he plays for Beheim, doesn't work out there. He comes to Seton Hall. He's playing for Kevin Willard. Eh, he's okay. And now here comes this hard-nosed, demanding guy in Shaheen Holloway. And quite frankly, Kadari Richmond strikes me as being a very hard-headed player. That's part of what makes him who he is. But I think you had two hard-headed guys (laughs) that were banging heads, you know, and they were trying to figure out who's going to be the dominant guy here. And I'm not saying that it was a war that Shaheen finally won, but I think Richmond finally realized that, hey, this guy's demanding because he wants the best from me. And I think he's gotten that Holloway has out of the other guys too. Like, I'm not going to be easy on you. He said it the other day. He didn't start Dre Davis at the start of the second half. He started the same five guys all year long. He didn't start Davis at the start of the second half. And he just said, well, I didn't like the energy. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't like what Dre had brought. And he is brutally honest that way. And I think either thrive under that eventually, or or you do pack it in. And I think this veteran team is starting to thrive. But, you know, you're only as good as your next game. And we'll see what they do again, Xavier, on Saturday.
0: Yeah, but, you know, tough coach. And he's showing that. And uh, Kadari Richmond, I mean, that's an NBA body there. Uh, Matt yeah I don't know if if he's an NBA talent or not because it's just so hard right it's two rounds and there's so much talent right and you just got to be you got to be able to do everything on the court to make it in that league but he's a guy look um he, he, he looks like a guy who can dominate a game uh he's that kind of physical presence and uh he there's really nothing he can't do you know he can he can hit a jump shot he can drive uh um you know he can get rebounds so he's a uh, He's a tough player. And if he if he can be a real problem for a lot of teams, you know, in the Big East. And so uh with him leading the way, and, and then like Dre Davis playing the way he's been playing, and then even Dylan Adewusu is is playing better as well. And Dawes, if he's gonna, you know, if he's gonna be that that lit leader, you know, you got a point guard who can he can lead your team, then you got a really you got a you got a tournament team there, and if they keep playing the way they're playing, that's the way it's going to happen. Yes, it's the long haul. Can't get too crazy. I know you don't want to get too too ahead of it, but they are looking real good at four and one. And then look at their schedule coming up here, Matt. I mean, they go to Butler. I mean, always a tough place to play, right? But yeah, I said Xavier.
1: It's Butler. They're they're ankle. Yeah, I said yeah. Xavier.
0: And then they go uh, they're home against St. John's, and then they're home against Creighton, another uh, top twenty-five team. Creighton's twenty-second uh, now. Uh, so then Creighton's always a tough matchup, right? So it's never, you know, it's just like anything else. I mean, it's a tough league. It's very much like the Big Ten. Big East is just as tough. Um, and, um, you know, so every night's a battle, but they are, they're looking awfully good at four and one. And, um, and um, you know, their their fortunes have certainly changed. And so last time I spoke to you, we were talking about both teams being maybe, maybe outside looking in at the NIT and now we kind of just seeing a different team. You really are. And and hats off to, to Holloway so far because he's done a great job to, to get these guys motivated. And there is talent there. There yeah, is talent.
1: I said I said, to, I said earlier that you know there might have been 10 people who thought that Seton Hall could be in this position. And one of them though was Shaheen Holloway. He said even after games where they either lost or whether they struggled he said, I I just don't get it. He goes, but trust me. And he would say to the media, trust me, fellas, there's talent here. This is a good team. It's my job to get it out of them. And you could tell the frustration and his inability at that moment to do so, but he did see it. He thought that he had it. And what he's got is he's got experience and he's got reasonable size. They don't, they don't have a real, true center. Jaden Bediaco has been a huge surprise and, and, and he has really solidified that spot, but, you know, he's, he's not going to strike fear into a lot of other big time centers, but that was the one missing ingredient they had. He's got decent size. He's got experience and he, he, you know, he saw it where a lot of people were like, wow, what's going on there. So I I have to give him credit. He has been certainly passionate and he has certainly been uh, faithful and supportive of the team. Now we'll see what they do the rest of the way. I mean, it's off to a great start, but
0: yeah, and, yeah, and he Betty he's ever. Matt, he's a big body, you know? So he's in the middle there, defensive presence, right? And as long as, uh, you know, Davis, Dawes, Richmond, and Wusu, and don't, don't sleep on Isaiah Coleman, too. There's a lot of talent there, too. Young player, he can pop at any time, too. So um, there's a lot there. Uh, they're not very deep. They don't have a, lo- a big rotation. Um, so that's something, you know, later in the season. I don't know if that plays out, but... Um, but uh, they're playing uh, very well. And Betty Iaco's doing just what he needs to do, you know, rebound, uh, you know, hang around the basket and defend. And, um, and he's a big guy. So it's kind of a good piece to put in there. So good job by Holloway to get him. And again, um, are they rushing toward the final four? Let's, let's relax, but they're looking, uh, they're looking awfully good. Let's switch to Rutgers. Uh, I was at the game uh, last night Look, it' a tough road trip. Got down in both games against Ohio State and Iowa. Ohio State, they they battled back, came up short because they just couldn't hit enough buckets at the end. A little frustrating there. They haven't won at Ohio State yet. And then you know Iowa just has their number. Uh, they just they just struggle against Iowa. And I and this isn't one of the best Iowa teams. It looks like a middle of the pack Big Ten uh, team. They hadn't won a uh, conference game yet, but they see Rutgers jersey coming into Iowa, and um, that was just, they, you know, really weren't even close in that game, uh, which is frustrating. Um, and, you know, the, the, the things that were plaguing them weren't plaguing them last night, which is they rebounded the ball, Matt. Their mm-hmm. defense looked like Rutgers' defense. They forced 18 turnovers, and they, they played tenacious D. Uh, it actually, it was a, the crowd, uh, there was a few empty seats. There was a bad storm. Uh, I mean, it was a state of emergency called, but it wasn't that bad on the roads, really. I mean, um, although on the ride home, it wasn't, you know, it was it was coming down hard. Uh, But, uh, you know, the crowd was loud enough. It felt like the rack again because they got a lead. They hit it. You know, look, they didn't shoot that well. They shot 32 percent. They shot, you know, five threes. They made five of 21 from threes, but they played a good enough defense. And Indiana, listen to this, Matt, four of 15 from the free throw line. That is very un-Hoosier-like. You know, they usually, uh, you know, they're very sound, uh, you know, they play sound basketball and that, uh, they just had a bad shooting night. They really did. But, you know, R- Rutgers had something to do with that. And they just simply play well against Indiana, especially at home. Uh, we're able to pull out a win, which I think they needed. Uh, you know, now nine and six. Uh, they got one conference win. They're in the bottom of the, the of the standings in the Big Ten. And, uh, you know, I think things are a little brighter for Seton Hall, Matt. Although I'll say this, with Seton Hall looking so good, that was definitely the I, the best win. Uh, well, this was an important conference win, obviously. But that was their best win was was going to uh, the Rock and beating Seton Hall, which I was uh, surprised about. And again, what they do, they hit shot. They played good defense, but also they hit shots. And uh, in this case, they just hit enough. And um and again, played just some great defense, uh, which they tend to do much better at the rack uh, than on the road. And won um, a very, uh, a very important game. So not bad.
1: Well, you had to stop the bleeding, right? You had lost two in a row. You had lost three out of four. Uh, you had to a make a stand at some point is, uh, you know, you're going on the road for the next one and then you got a rejuvenated Nebraska coming to town mm-hmm. before you take on Illinois. So, and that's on the road. So yeah, it was a huge win. You're absolutely right. And uh, you know, they, they need a lot more of them for them to, to do anything. It'll be interesting to see what Austin Williams winds up doing. I guess, uh, you know, Steve Peichel had some. Good words after the game last night. He got you know a rare start and, and performed. What did you see from Williams last night?
0: He oh, was terrific. Listen, I mean, they, they, uh, he gave energy on uh, on defense. They need that that type of uh, defensive uh, effort, and they certainly got it from him. But not only that, they got some offense from him. He drove to the the, the basket and finished his shots. Matt finished his shots. I mean, Rutgers misses so many layups. They miss so many, many shots around the basket is which is frustrating. And I haven't seen that. I was talking about it with a couple of guys in the in in the crowd last night. That you know. You know, the last five years is the amount of layups and 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 uh, that they miss. You, you scratch your head, and uh he finished. He finished his layups. He had a couple of nice drives and uh, a lot of energy that they they really needed. And he's a, he's a mature, strong player. Doesn't have a lot of height, but he's strong and he and he play, and he plays with a lot of effort. You know, Mag is starting to get his uh, legs under him. So he's and he's if he can be a scorer and the way he defends and the energy he puts forth now if he can uh, you know he had 23 points the other night um against uh against Iowa and he had 13 points last night against Indiana and uh he's you know he's looking good eight boards uh you know so he's uh he's playing very well uh, Andre Hyatt uh you know Andre's uh there's nothing he can't do on the court Andre so but he you know he put in 12 points and uh and he played I uh, played some good defense and he rebounded too they rebounded they haven't been rebounding. They out-rebounded Indiana. And Indiana, you know, look, they, they've got some talent on that team. The Khalil, are the, he's taller than Cliff. He's all of a seven-foot. You know, he had 17 boards, 13 points. They, they, they played him tough, and um, they, earned, they earned the win, and they needed it because now, well, look, they go to, as you just said, their upcoming schedule. They also have, uh, they're going to East Lansing, and they haven't won there. So you know that's always a tough uh, place to play, and um, they, they got the Big Ten ska- uh, schedule uh, right in front of them, and it's it's going to be a tough ride.
1: Well, it is. He's got his work cut out for him. Uh, this team is not as talented as some of the other teams he's had. Uh, it's reasonably, but not terribly deep, and it's been banged up, like you mentioned. Uh, Moat Mag getting back in form. He's such a critical player for them because he gives them you know, he gives them uh, a presence on the boards in addition to uh, Amori. So, uh, and his tenacity. So if he, if he gets back to a hundred percent and I'm sure he's close, but not quite there, uh, then that's a, that's a huge addition. I know he's played lately, but that's a huge addition for them. Uh, they, they don't shoot. Well, and they're going to have to rely on their defense. So, you know, he does have his work cut out for them. I mean, I know you and John talked about it last week. Everybody's excited about next year and understandably so with the, mm-hmm. you know, with the two players coming in. But got to get through this year, this year for Yeah, sure. listen, to, you know, I'm, way go.
0: I'm, I'm going to stay in the moment here. I'm not going to give up on this year, but I, again... You know, it's hard, it's hard to see how they get. I mean, you know, I, I said 15, 16 wins, and that might be optimistic. Uh, we'll see. But let, it starts with a win, and they got it uh, They got it last night. Um, there's a lot of question marks, too. I mean, is Gavin Griffiths going to come around the list? and listen? He's a freshman. Um, you know, he did have that real nice uh, first half um, uh, at the Rock against Seton Hall. So if he gets hot, and he and he can and he feels it. He uh, he just ha- it hasn't happened yet for him. He hasn't gotten in sync yet. Look, he's at the next level now. You know, I mean, I think he probably has to put on a couple pounds, get a little stronger. Um, but you can see the raw ability. Um, he can shoot. Uh, he and you know in practice, you know, they say that he, he doesn't miss. So it's just a matter of getting that in in, in game time, and, and making it work. Because listen, he was a ha- highly touted recruit. And you see the possibilities there. It just really hasn't happened for him yet. And um, and you got to believe that that's gonna that's gonna happen. Jamichael Davis has been, uh, you know, listen, uh, he played a pretty good game last night. And uh, and again, he was another guy who played pretty well against Seton Hall as well. So you had two freshmen that night who played well. But you know, you you can't do it every fifth night. You you, know, you want to see it every night. Um, so that's still working out. Jamichael Davis and Derek Simpson in that rotation with them. Derek Simpson's again is is, is a terrific talent. Again, a, a little tough. He's, he has a tough time finishing around the basket and making his his, his short shots. Uh, but that's something that seems to plague Rockers, and um, it did last night. It seemed. I mean, he did have ten points, but he missed a lot of the short uh, short shots. And uh, but he hit a big three, a banker three, at the half which energized the whole crowd, you know, and and you know, look, they needed all of it. Uh, so, uh, but they were able to uh, pull it out. Um, they got some pieces there, Matt. It's interesting. Even Noah from Fernandes throw him in there too, because he's had his moments. Uh, but, to, and if they put it all together, Cliff is Cliff, um, you know, rim, rim protector, and a guy is going to grab it and flush it, but uh, we're not seeing much. He did a, he did square up and hit a jump shot last night. And we we're like, I think that might have been the first jump shot of the season for him. <laughs> um, just doesn't really have any of those baby hooks or anything like that. Doesn't really uh, pump fake and use the backboard or anything like that. It's just not his game. But a good, you know, again, rebounds, good rim protector. And he, he plays some really, really solid defense. So he's always a big part of any rucker's win without a doubt. But the, the freshman, the other you know, on the other side was was tough. Um, again, he was pulling down a lot of rebounds, scored a little bit too. So that that kid's gonna be good where, and in uh, Indiana'll be all right. I just um, probably middle of the pack team, maybe uh, maybe a little better than than Rutgers with, with the rest of the um, not better than Rutgers face to face, but you know they seem to do okay with the rest of the league. Uh, but we we'll, we'll have to see. They're really gonna have to claw out some wins and it's gonna have to be like a rock fight. They're gonna have to keep it down low in the, you know, fifties and sixties, Matt. Because when the other team scores 70, 80 points, they're they're in trouble. It's a very Yeah, They're one? not
1: gonna get there. They, just, they can't they just can't shoot well enough to get there. That's not that's not his style. Um, so it is it is going to have to be done on low scoring games. And they've got some of the defensive makeup to do that. Uh, but that's the challenge. Can they do it consistently?
0: Yeah, and if you look at like the makeup of the two teams, because we said Seton Hall and Rutgers are very similar—tough defense and then kind of trouble getting the offense going. But what you're seeing from Seton Hall now is some consistency on offense, right? I mean, they're 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 really they're really putting it together, and they, you know, they got they they've got uh, they've got that talent, and 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 it's coming around. Not to say that Rutgers doesn't, right? Uh, it's just that. Um, it's just they uh, so they do have the potential, which is why, you know, and listen, you know, Paykel, you know, you know, Pikel will uh, will challenge them and, and work them and uh, really believe that they've got some good wins in them. And I think maybe a surprise here and there. Is it enough to get them over the edge? Uh, who knows? Probably too early right now to speculate about it anyway. Um, we so got much can happen. Yeah, come on. We got all of January and February here. Where we start talking about March. So, um, lot, lot to come, uh, come up. Uh, how, uh, how's things down in Tampa there? Nice weather.
1: Yeah. Weather's nice. Uh, temperature when we landed was in the mid sixties or so. Uh, it's not supposed to rain here or in Fort Lauderdale where we're headed next. And then we oh, nice. backtrack up to Boston. So, uh, the weather's nice. Uh, the, the challenge is there. Tampa's not what Tampa was a few years ago, but they're in a playoff spot and uh, it's on the road to the Devils. So we'll see. And the devils are banged up. And then mm-hmm. Florida is very, very good this year. And so is Boston. So wow. there's so, a big challenge that lies ahead to the devils, uh, especially in light of all their injuries. Uh, they they just kind of settle things down. wait right. for some guys to return, they'll be okay. If, but, if... but the trip is lovely. I'm looking out yeah. over, uh, the, the the river and it's, it's beautiful.
0: Nice. You know, well, listen, nice uh, road trip to Florida in January. Right. I'll take that all day, you know, and uh, never you know, complain. Always, you know, we talk never about you, you. got a great job there, Matt. You got a nice job. So um, I'm very lucky. I think, I think you're, you, you know, no, no retiring uh, for you anytime soon. I think you're going to keep going as long hey, as long uh, they'll have. Me. Yeah. As long, long as they'll have. As, yeah. And, and, you, and you do a great job and, uh, and you love your devils. As, as all the uh, most New Jerseyans do. So uh, let's see if they can make a push for the playoffs uh, in, as in the second half uh, of the season. So uh, that'll do it um, for this week uh, on the Jersey Hardwood podcast. It is sponsored by LG Insurance. Aaron uh, comes back for uh, another year with us and uh, really appreciate uh, his, uh, his support uh, for the show. This is a Jersey show. It's a Jersey business and uh, that's LG Insurance. Uh, you can check us out, uh, moresportsnow.com is our website. Got some really nice um, photos on there from uh, Sean Ward, who, who we had on the sidelines for a couple of Rutgers games. He took some, uh, some really nice pictures and we feature them on the, on the site. And uh, also you can get us on, um, on SoundCloud and, and we're on Spotify and iTunes and a few other, uh, few other directories. So, uh, so you can uh, look us up there. And uh, listen up, and we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with more Jersey college basketball. Bye-bye.